So do you want your characters to be dynamic, but you're afraid they're flat instead? Do they feel the same at the end of the story as they did at the beginning? Do you want to have epic character transformations to really make your readers feel stuff, but you just don't know how to judge how well you're doing at that? (laughs) Because let's face it, we all have blinders on when it comes to our own writing, right? If any of these things describe you, then you're in the right place. I'm going to give you some tips about how to write great character transformations, and we're going to be using some examples from the film Legends of the Fall, one of my favorites, so stay tuned. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? Do you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc? Do you want to create a fiction empire, but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on, and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough? Hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams, but got information overload every time I looked for writing help because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction. All right, so back in episode um, 169, if you want to go give that one a listen, I talked about three different kinds of character arcs. Really, we're going to only talk about the two main ones today. We're going to talk about dynamic, which is where the character changes, and non-dynamic, where they don't. Now, for my money, dynamic arcs where the character undergoes some major soul changes throughout the course of the story are infinitely better. In fact, In my opinion, it's really pretty hard to pull off a completely flat character as your protagonist and still have the story be a success. That very rarely happens. Now, as I talked about in 169, there are plenty of stories that fall under the non-dynamic category where the characters don't undergo a major change in those stories and are still really successful. However, I am going to throw out there that even in those stories, the character changes a little bit. It might not be some major belief that's changing for them it might not be a soul change but even in those stories like if we're talking about i don't know jack reacher or something they still have to come up with a way to beat the villain and usually it's by learning something they didn't know before okay it's usually very logical it's very um you know tactical or strategic and so like i said it's not a soul change it revolves much more about around what's happening in the plot but even so in the audience's mind that's still kind of a change. That is still the character learning and growing in order to overcome in the climactic moment. Okay, so even in non-dynamic arcs, we're still seeing the character change a little bit. And that should tell you something, okay? It's really important that you keep this in mind when you're writing fiction. The more we see a character change, the more the audience is going to latch on to that character in that story, okay? So if you have no change, it's a lot harder for them to love your writing, okay? Just, just something to keep in mind. So um, what are we talking about here? Um, This is going to be, in a lot of ways, it's sort of a part two to what I talked about last week when I talked about not having convenient plot twists, okay? So I talked last week about a story that I wrote in college with an ending that happened too suddenly and felt unrealistic. Um, In a way, that story can actually apply to this, what I'm talking about today, too. 
the thing is, having sudden character transformations, the problem with them is not only that they feel unrealistic and come out of left field in the same way that plot twists do, but I think the issue is that you have not convinced your audience that your character has truly changed or truly learned something, okay? Because if your character sticks to one belief or one behavior throughout the whole story and then just suddenly changes without any explanation, your audience doesn't believe the change is genuine, okay? Um, I remember seeing a movie some time ago. I, I honestly don't remember the name of it. It was supposed to be a romance. It was a, a very adult romance, and it was a comedy. And it was actually, I mean, it was entertaining to watch, you know, the film itself. But at the end, there just wasn't enough of a change that the romance felt real. So basically, it was, like I said, it was an R-rated <laughs> comedy romance, so there was a lot of sex going on in it. Um, the characters were having a lot of casual sex with other people, and in order for them to, you know, obviously they were one another's soulmates, they were one, one another's true love and all of that, and at the end, because of their behavior throughout the, the film, in order for that to really land, we really needed to see a big commitment from them to each other. And the movie did not give us that. Basically, they just had sex at the end. And it was like, okay, but how is that different from what they've been doing the entire movie with other people? There was not enough of a change in either of these characters to convince me that these two wouldn't just move on to the next person once they got bored with one another. So the movie really fell flat for me. The romance fell flat, okay? And obviously, we definitely don't want that. <laughs> okay, so like I said, one film that does exceptional character transformations is Legends of the Fall. Um, again, you can watch this on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Um, the director is Edward Zwick. I just got to say for a minute that I will watch anything this man makes because I love his films. He does a really good job with these. He does a lot of the epic... Um, historical fictions, which I love. He did Glory. He did, uh, I don't know what else. He did Blood Diamond, I know. So he, 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 and both of those have really epic character transformations too. So he's an excellent storyteller. Um, okay, so we are going to be talking about three character arcs. Well, maybe technically four, but um, technically four, but one of them is actually a, a slightly different. Let me get into this. So there are three main characters who are men in the movie and then there is one woman it's worth mentioning Susanna's arc because hers is an example of a negative character arc or a cautionary tale meaning she's a character who did not triumph over her demons and did not overcome and she ended up dead because of it okay so it's still worth considering because you know this is something I teach what kind of ending do you want most stories the character is overcoming in some ways but cautionary tales are when they don't overcome and therefore they don't triumph and they usually have really tragic endings Susanna's arc in the film is an exact is exactly that it's a perfect example of that kind of arc okay um hers was also non-dynamic she did not change she did not overcome but the ones that I really want to pinpoint are the three that were very dynamic they were you know, really good character transformations. Those of Tristan, Alfred, and their father, Colonel Ludlow. Okay, so let's go through each of these so that you can understand what the arcs were. At the beginning, um, Tristan experiences the death of a loved one. It's not the very beginning of the movie, but it's his brother. And his brother dies in a war. And we see Tristan curse God and just wallow in his grief and in his guilt over not protecting his brother. And it becomes almost like a mental illness for him. He cannot function in regular society. He cannot return to his family. He just is not doing well. But over time, 
he heals, he changes, he overcomes. He ends up going back to his family and, you know, getting married, starting a family of his own. And then he experiences another death of a loved one. But we see him react very differently here. He does mourn, of course, because this was the death of a loved one. It was his wife, actually. But then he returns to his normal life and he's still fairly well adjusted um, because he has two little boys now that need him. So you see the transformation there, the difference from beginning to end. And I'm going to talk about specifically how we create those in just a minute, but let's go over the other two arcs first. Um, Alfred is his brother. Um, at the very, you know, the first part of the film, he very much turns away from his family due to, you know, family squabbles and things that they don't agree on. And he relies on the pop popularity of corrupt men and politicians for his validation, which, you know, you can probably predict that that's not going to end well. Um, but at the end, Alfred makes a decision. He turns away from those corrupt government officials, very much because of the way that they've treated his brother and his family, and he shows loyalty to his family. So the, the way that I'm wording these here, I can kind of sum up these arcs in a sentence or two, and they sound very simplistic, but guys, it's okay. I mean, the details and the emotion comes in the details of the story, the setting, the characters, you know, all of that. But these are just very simple transformation arcs, but they're very, very well done and very well laid out in the film. And then we have their father, who is um, a colonel, or used to be. We see him at the very beginning practicing some pretty terrible parenting <laughs> by favoring one son over another, and he very much discriminates against Alfred. The two of them don't see eye to eye, which is not uncommon among parents and children, but he does not treat Alfred well because of it. He does not respect his son's differing beliefs or opinions, and it causes a major rift between them. Then at the end, um, you know, the colonel, after everything is said and done, they hug and the, you know, colonel lets his son know that he is very proud of him. And then, you know, they're back to being a happy family and they're getting along again. Okay. So those are the basic arcs. Now we need to study these arcs and figure out what is similar between all of them and what makes them work so well. Okay. So I want you to notice a few things about each of these. The beginning and the end are opposites. They start out one way, and however they start out, they're going to end the opposite way. Okay, they're emotional. Again, the way that I just sort of laid them out very simply for you, it doesn't you know pack a lot of emotion when you say it that way, but in the story, the way they're presented, they are very emotional. And the third thing you probably couldn't have noticed because I didn't give it to you, but I will here in a minute. So let's talk about each of these things. Three tips for crafting really great transformational arcs. Number one is the opposite. Wherever your character ends up, whatever the transformation is, they need to start in the opposite place, okay? So if they end in a healthy place, they have to start in an unhealthy one. Now that's Tristan in a nutshell. He ended up being very well-adjusted and he was able to deal with the death of a loved one in a healthy way, but he starts out dealing with it in an extremely unhealthy way, okay? If they end in a place of loyalty, which was Alfred showing loyalty to his family, then they need to start in a place of disloyalty, and that's what we saw. Alfred was not terribly loyal to his family, and he was relying on other people who were rich and powerful and very corrupt for his validation, okay? So we see the transformation there. And then there's love. Colonel Ludlow did not start out loving his son the way he should, but by the end, um, they went from a place of estrangement and anger to one of love and understanding, right? So you've got to know where your character arc is going to end. And then in order to get the beginning of it, just flip it on its head. It's got to be the opposite of that. Um, I then talked about number two, which is emotion. 
These arcs are filled with emotion, okay? Now, obviously, I'm not going to go through the entire film and tell you everything that happens, but there's a lot of tragedy that happens in the story. Um, That's what makes these arcs so compelling. It's like you were disloyal to your family, but it is tragedy that makes you realize that family is worth fighting for and that maybe the people that you are being loyal to are not loyal back to you. They're just using you. You know what I mean? So by the time you get to the end of the movie, trust me, you're going to feel things. And that's what we want for our arcs. We need to put a lot of emotion into them. And I know this is very broad. It's it's very nonspecific, but it just depends on what kind of story you're telling. I am all about the tragedy. I think that's the best way to make... Um, your characters grow and to make your audience really latch onto them and feel something, but maybe you're not writing that kind of story. Maybe the emotion you need is more like drama because you're writing a romance or, um, you know, it just depends on what it is. So whatever kind of story you're writing, whatever genre you are writing in, just fill it with whatever emotion is appropriate for what you're trying to write because the more emotion you can make your readers feel, the more compelling the character arcs and the transformations will seem to them, okay? Um, The third thing I didn't give you is simply that the steps or plot events lead logically from the beginning of the transformation to the end. Okay, so this goes back to the cause and effect that I talked about last week, right? If you're literally talking about opposites, you know, Alfred starts out being not loyal to his family and at the end he's going to be loyal, you have to make sure that you're putting steps in there in the plot that lead him from one to the other okay and this is where it's going to again it's going to be specific to your story you know I can't tell you exactly how to do this but again with the emotion you know tragedy is something that makes people really wake up to what's important in life Um, but maybe things happen that change their beliefs you know something happens that makes him realize the people he was being loyal to aren't the greatest people and are not being loyal to him you know maybe there's some betrayal, maybe there's some drama, maybe there's um, some falling in love, maybe there's some change of priority, you know, anything like that. But we just need to make sure that the steps or plot events lead logically from the beginning to the end so that the transformation just kind of happens smoothly and again, that it's believable. Those are the breadcrumbs that I was talking about last week with the plot twist. We need to make sure that we have breadcrumbs that we lead the audience from one to the other. So let's give a negative example. If Um, Alfred was being loyal to these other people and not to his family and he was just the whole movie screaming to high heaven that he hated his family and he was not going to be loyal to them and he was going to be loyal to these other people and then all of a sudden he goes and helps his family like that wouldn't make any sense and we'd be like okay obviously he changed his mind but why you need to tell the audience why why did he change his mind what happened to make him change his mind and they do that in the film we actually see the events as they unfold and we kind of understand what happened that made him change his mind you know um and let me tell you it's a lot of tragedy so those are the three things that i'm going to offer up as make sure that you're using these two craft really great transformational character arcs make sure that they end in the opposite place from once they began make sure you fill those arcs in that story with as much emotion as you possibly can whatever emotion is appropriate for your story and make sure that the events of the story lead logically to the transformation so that whatever is happening in the plot is slowly over time making them change the way they feel the way they believe the way they think so that the transformation feels um inevitable and realistic and like it was always supposed to happen okay and guys really stellar transformation arcs for the characters 
are what make a story, okay? They're what make a book amazing. You can have all the cool worlds and cool powers and cool technologies that you want, you know, but if the transformation for the character isn't there, audiences are just not going to react the same way to it, okay? So I encourage you to be very intentional with this. Think about your character transformation and take pains to make sure that it is well-written and it will make all the difference in the loyalty of your readers, okay? That is all I have for you today. Everyone have a wonderful week of writing and I will see you next week. Remember, there is always a market for awesome. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.